Welcome. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. We do them all here at the Other Page Radio Station, WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. We are so happy to be here coming from Boston's community radio station. Certainly hope everybody's doing well. Had a great week. We're still in it to win it. No matter the weather, we'll get better. You know, we're going to talk about a lot of things, but before we go into that, let's go into this. Okay, we got a couple of PSAs we want to. The Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater, looking to establish a year round community based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmichellerep.tripod.com. Folks, I just want to say something about this radio program, the other page brought to you by Triad Veterans League. Are we really happy to be a part of the BNN family? No question about it. We are really grateful. Uh, we would not have been able to grow in the manner that we are growing without the uh, inspiration and technical support of being in. Let me just say that. Thank you, being in. All the good people here, we thank you. Uh, regarding the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company, we don't really talk a lot about that, but I think we're going to start doing that, and we want you, to, we're going to ask you to share uh, what you hear on this station and let people know that WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston it's where we are located, and if you go online uh, to the BNN website, you'll be able to get all the information as to what time you can hear us, okay? Uh, coming up uh, real soon, I think it's uh, September the uh, 9th, September the 9th, is when we will begin doing our auditions for the 25th anniversary of the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program Company, uh, we will be celebrating our 25th year of consistent performing, using our history as our format to uh, deliver the message or the messages about our history is not a mystery. And it's very important that we understand that we are who we say we are, a great people. Despite all the social barriers that have been in place, we have a continuum of options that we have created simply because we are a determined people. We are not going to allow our physical attributes like our hair, our skin, our noses, and all the other things that uh, a part of our physical composition keep us from striving and surviving. We see now and hear now on social media, printed media, these people that are coming up with all these objections to how our history was made and want to take it away so that people will be ignorant about the culture and the richness of the culture that makes America great. That's all we're doing. We are working with families and we're working with children to produce the kinds of characters that make our country 
and ourselves strong. What is wrong with that? I'm looking at the, and I'm a veteran, and I'm looking at the footage that we saw around the January 6th invasion of the Capitol. And some of those people were veterans. They served like I served and like so many others served. When we raised our hand, we raised our hand together. They didn't have black hands on one side, white hands on the other, female hands on one side, and other people whose sexual preference they didn't want to disclose, but they raised their hands too to serve the United States nation to follow and obey all orders and to give their lives. To give their lives to this country, this country called America. And now we see some of those same people who have forgotten the oath that they took and they are dividing themselves based on race. What are you trying to do? That didn't work. You didn't do it over there. You can't do it today. Let's get together and stay together. This is my message. This has nothing to do with being in. That is from me to you. And I want you to understand that the time for messing around and playing with all the climate changes and the world's flooding and the droughts and everything, and we got time to talk about let's don't teach history as it is or was. We haven't spent any time trying to do anything about the pandemic, about the monkey pox, about the HIV. You're still talking some stuff that's not applicable to what America is all about. Shame on you. This is WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Back to the other page of radio. My name is Haywood Fennell, and this is a wonderful opportunity. I don't know how wonderful it is when you look at what's going on around the pandemic and the resurgence of the pandemic. And I was at an event that goes on every Saturday, and it's a bunch of people. I mean, a whole lot of folks coming out, you know, in the heat and playing basketball and standing around in the crowd, no mask, no social distance in much of the situation there. What is wrong with you? Over one million people in the United States alone 
were counted as victims of the COVID-19. Over one million people. And you know, in Massachusetts, they had a huge number of victims of COVID-19 that didn't make it. Nobody's saying anything about the side effects that people still suffer from COVID-19. Oh, yeah, it's good that they, they got through it with their lives, but, you know, it was and it is a lot of pandemic fallout. And so what's happening now is that we've seen a resurgence somewhat of the COVID-19 and people are advised to, if they haven't, get their booster shots. But you know what I think? Maybe you might agree. A lot of people did not get COVID-19 shots at all. I said, a lot of people did not get their COVID-19 shots at all. I know some states in the United States, they had a real poor uh, inoculation uh, cycle because they allowed the politics, the politics got involved in that, and it is still involved in that. That is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard of when you take politics and put it over science. Other Page Radio, this is Haywood Fennell, WBCA LP 102.9 FM Boston, talking to you about the travesties of health prevention that we are witnessing today. Unfortunately, the people that normally speak as our guests here on the Other Page Radio, they won't be here until next week, I believe. They're scheduled to come in from Whittier Street Community Health Center. So what I'm doing is I'm just warming you up and trying to get you to pay attention because I'm not one trained in uh, prevention information. But I can read and I can see uh, what the media is reporting out about the upcoming health hazards that we are witnessing today, such as the uh, monkeypox uh, virus. They're saying that they're putting together uh, enough shots for Pride Day celebrations of a million inoculations and that they are able to cut the amount that they inject in the bodies by shooting the the serum into the surface, right beneath the surface of the skin, and that it is effective. 
But what is more effective is that you get educated on how to avoid getting the monkeypox, period. You know, men having sex with men, contact with a sick person, clothing. You got to wash your hands, folks. Because the hands, even before COVID-19, was recognized as the dirtiest part of your body because it touches everything. Everything that you touch, if you don't touch them with your hands, it don't get touched. I'm not talking about people that use their feet. You know, there are some people that can do that. But we got to be careful. If we want to be around, don't just stick around. Take the necessary precautions because, like I said, I saw, I see summer gatherings, social gatherings all over the place. And I might see one or two or a few people wearing masks or have masks around their neck. And then the majority of the people, they're not wearing anything. They're all up in your face, want to shake your hand. Nobody got any hand sanitizer around at all. We can't play with this because it's not playing with us. It's taking us out. Did you see what happened to the water in Mississippi? In Jackson, Mississippi in particular? Did you see what happened to the water called the monsoon season starting early in Pakistan? Now, if you don't know what a monsoon is, let me just tell you because I was stationed in the military in Okinawa. And the monsoon season is just rain, rain, rain until it becomes a pain, but it's still rain, rain, rain. And those people in Pakistan have counted over a thousand people that are casualties of the climate change. This all points to climate change the droughts, the sun not being the sun of, let's say, 30 years ago because the ozone has been stripped because of all the various chemicals, etc., that was up in the air that caused the pollution and caused there to be a tear, a tear in the ozone and the sun rays coming directly down. No filter, no stopping it at all. Just hot sun drying up the water, creating the droughts. And do you think we got time for people climbing the walls in Washington, D.C., talking about taking over the Capitol? We don't have time for that. We got to try to straighten this out with the climate change. We got to start using some of our energy to create different types of Irrigation systems. Look what's happening in Colorado at the Colorado River. It runs 1,400 miles all the way into Mexico. 
I saw it on television. I got to tell you, it don't look good for them people in Colorado. We need water in Massachusetts. Got people telling you you can't water your lawn, but people still watering their lawns. We got to care about the environment, people. Program is brought to you by Triad Veterans League. Uh, we want to just reach out to all our veterans in 857-204-5312. We know what to do. We're working on housing now for veterans. And when I say working on it, we're working on it. Veterans are now considered a minority population, a special population. So when you see these buildings going up, apartment buildings, you're eligible to apply for housing there. And that's what Triad Veterans League is working on to try to put together a group of veterans and veterans leaders and non-veterans leaders in the community to speak up, speak out, stand and demand that veterans be treated better. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with it? Did you look at all those people looking to be elected? It's a lot of them. It's a whole lot of them, like we used to say down south. It's a whole lot of them out there. They're not talking about veterans, though. They're not talking about our needs. They're not saying that our service was important. They're talking about electing them, and then they'll do something after we elect them. Why they can't do it now? Why they can't advocate now? Why can't, why, why, why can't they call up the mayor? and say we need not sell or consider selling, if you ever do, the Tillman School in Elliott Square in Roxbury. Most of the times when they get rid of those buildings, and they have quite a few, I found out, they make condos out of them. They don't create any commercial space. They create condos. But we need that Tillmany School with all that space to create a real community-based veterans community center that takes care of housing, services, programs in our community. Now, the chairman and the city council for Veterans Affairs is a nice lady. She used to be a school teacher, and her name is Erin Murphy, E-R-I-N, Murphy. I've been trying to go down there and present to the city council and get them more involved with how we treat our veterans. Now, I'm talking to the commissioner, Robert Santiago. I'm also talking to the secretary of Veterans Affairs, Cheryl Poppy for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. And I'm talking to anybody, including Walter Tilmerty, 
the Chichon of Veterans Affairs for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I'm talking to anybody and everybody saying that veterans deserve to be served. It's Other Page Radio. My name is Hayward Fennell. We'll be right back. WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. This is the other page radio. And um, so much is happening and going in the wrong direction. But what is happening in Boston that I think is the right direction is the General Edward O. Gordine Afro-American Memorial Park statue that's being built across the street from the Boston Police Station to Roxbury's at the corner of Dudley and Washington Street. They are putting in a new landscape for this statue of a man who was great military leader. He was also a lawyer, graduated from Harvard Law School, participated in the Olympics during World War II, won a silver medal. A silver medal? Edward O. Gardine, G-O-U-R-D-I-N, was also the first black Superior Court judge in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts and was promoted to Brigadier General in the Massachusetts National Guard. I'm, 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 I'm a part of that organization. And that statue is going up. Early next year, that statue will be in that park and there'll be an education component so people will know about the contributions of black veterans, Afro-American veterans. He was even in Korea. And it's a lot of veterans that are older, not many World War II left, but there's some from Korea Vietnam and the other middle country wars that need to be honored. 
That's why Triad Veterans League is grateful to be in and to be able to tell you about what you can do as in calling your elected officials, asking them to speak up and speak out for improved veterans services, especially in housing. Especially in housing. This is the United States of America. I am a United States American military veteran. And I know we can do better when treating our veterans who have served this country. Many of them still haunted by their military experience while fighting for this country. Some didn't even fight, but ran into what is called institutional racism. That's when the people that are perpetrating the racism have been doing it so long and so wrong that they think it's right. That's something that we can't have. Everybody that served in the United States military must be treated the same. Triad Veterans League stands on that. We're asking you to join us. You don't have to be a veteran to understand man's inhumanity to man. We can't continue to do that to each other. Other page radio, that's what we're saying today. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about climate change. We're talking about veterans. We're talking about veterans that have served, and veterans that have served need to be having some respect given to them because they've earned it. So you can't buy respect in a in a grocery store, go downtown to Macy's. You know, you got to earn that. And when you don't acknowledge a person's raising their hand to serve and go into places that they've never been before, some may come back, others didn't come back, and they're still haunted by their various experiences that caused their behavior to change, and a lot of them became addicted. Alcohol, heroin, and because they haven't been able to deal with that kind of behavior and cope with it, they over there, a lot of them, amass in cash or places like that. They used to sleep sleeping in, 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 in the fields, in trainings, or in actual combat. So the sidewalk and the streets is relatively safe for them. They'll stay out there and suffer as long as they can get whatever it is that they're injecting in their bodies or sniffing up their nose or drinking. Veterans are able to adjust to a lot of things, but disrespect. They'll disrespect themselves further by not coming in and getting the treatment and care that they need because they don't trust the services that have been administered because of the lack of cultural sensitivity. Or they don't need nothing. 
Veterans need everything. You got everything. Why can't they have what you got? We have to be careful in the manner in which we even discuss veterans because they were in some real horrible places. Look, they were a lot of them were like 18 years old, all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. You know, I'm in the Army now. But when they got where the Army really needed them to be, when all the things that were going on in combat, it was so bad they had the thing called stand down. You know, that's a military operation that they pull you from the front line if you're in combat, or combat situations, and let you rest and recuperate for a few days because you've been in the heart of the battle. You've seen a lot of things that you wouldn't have normally seen. You've seen your comrades you were talking to on Tuesday. They couldn't find all his body parts on Wednesday. Yeah. But now we got a different kind of combat when we come to home. Like here in the city of Boston, a lot of those people that you see out there struggling with drugs and drug relapses and drug collapses and incarceration is because they are fighting a war from the other war and they haven't been able to cope. And so they, meaning the government, the Commonwealth, city of Boston, put together a stand down for those here in Boston. It used to be three days and they would get interviewed and get some information, meaning the veterans, and sleep in the tent, get fed, get some clothes. They did that in three days. Now, next month, they're having a stand down around City Hall someplace for a half a day. For a half a day. Something that they did that took three or four days can now be done according to them in a half a day. See, that's where Walter Tilmody, the uh, chair, the uh, there's two chairpersons for the Veterans uh, Affairs in the Senate. And nobody has said in leadership to the people that are on fight status why they're doing a half a day and not two or three days. Why are our veterans being shortchanged, if you will? I'll tell you why. Because nobody's asking questions but the other page radio. But Haywood Fennell and his emails to elected officials and those people that call themselves veterans that have these jobs now and seems as though they have this select memory. They can only be veterans on Veterans Day. They can't be looking out for veterans every day. They have these jobs now. And these people serve. They serve. 
Some of them was in combat. A lot of us are still in combat, and we don't have any comrades to help us get out of this rut that we're in. The other page radio, WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. My name is Haywood Fennell. This is Boston's community radio station, and we're making this contribution of time to our veterans and educating people about the importance of the services that were rendered by veterans. That's very important that we get this out there, and we're going to continue to do that. That's what we do. We talk about it because we want to educate. We want to empower people to stand up and understand the importance of services rendered need to be repaid. I can't tell you how proud I am of my family members that served in the United States military. And they served during some hard times. World War, I mean the Korean War, uh, the Women Nation Institution. And now my brother got out, he was a major. And my uncle did 28 years and another uncle did two years or three years. I did almost six years. And I just want people to be fair with us. What is wrong with taking care of what you're supposed to take care of when it comes to our veterans? In the United States of America, there should be no such thing as a homeless veteran. Check it out. We've been fighting for this country since the American Revolution with the first person to die being Christmas Addicts right here in Boston. He was a black man, was the first casualty in the American Revolution. Buffalo soldiers during, right after the Civil War went right out west. I mean, we in every armed struggle representing the United States of America and the best thing you could do is give us the street to lay in. Got us all over on the sidewalk with other people with tents. You mean to tell me you could find a place and spend money for a pavilion for gorillas in the Franklin Zoo, but you can't spend the equivalent to find a place for veterans? I haven't been remiss in my duties, folks, because every day I'm talking to somebody or emailing someone or communicating with others about the importance of paying attention to veterans that served the United States military service. That's what I do. Because we serve, we deserve to be served. And I'm going to keep saying to the day I die, you can look for me. When you see me, I'm talking veteran services. And this that I'm speaking today, this is not this is not BNN speaking. This is Haywood Fennell speaking, founder of Tribe Veterans League, 857-204-5312. How are we going to come together and build our community and lead veterans out? Veterans are a force in the community that has been overlooked too long. 
Our military experience makes us potential contributors to mentorships, uh, vocational education, everything that we can possibly do to help these veterans, we should. Looking at their behavior and their inability to cope, that's one way. We want to thank them for their service, not scorn them. We don't want to be apathetic to a situation that can be turned around and positive things can come out of it. We don't want any shelters for veterans. We want them to have houses. We want them to have homes and not tombs, rooms for tombs that will become tombs if you don't give them any treatment. So that's what our program has been about today. Wake you up. Let them know. Old ways are out. New ways are in. Build a veteran's center in Roxbury. Build, I'm going to say it again, a veteran's multi-purpose center using the Tillmany School, the Tillmany School located in Elliott Square that will be shut down. Now, look at that. They're shutting down the school, and our kids can't even read. I don't know where they're going. But veterans could make that building work. That's my campaign, to get a veteran's multi-purpose center in Roxbury. And preferably, we would like to have the Tillmany School that they're going to shut down. There's no students going there next week. Let's talk about coming together with the commissioner and the secretary of Veterans Affairs and all the others. And you don't, like I said, you don't have to be a veteran to be involved to talk about, to talk about the importance of having a place in our community and my community is Roxbury and talk to State Representative China Tyler who is involved in this planning session to talk to the city of Boston to get a building, preferably the Tillmany School, considered to become a home for veterans and the Commonwealth and the federal government have the resources to give us so that we, you're not giving me anything because I earned mine. You're not giving veterans anything because they earned theirs. They picked up a gun and they said, we're going to go and do whatever it is you want us to do. That's something for you to think about. They were ready to put their lives on the line and did. Male and female. Let's work together. This is not like they're trying to send a rocket to the moon and bring it back so they could send some more people up there to live on the moon and do research on the moon. Let's research on our veterans too. 
Let's provide the services and the care and get rid of that uh, institutional racism that keeps them from being treated fairly. One thing I learned about the truth, folks, I'm winding down now, is that the truth will move you from a place of comfort. That's what I'm trying to do today because too many people that call themselves leaders are not leading talking about our veterans. And I thank you for being a part of my listening audience. But I'm asking you to share what you heard from me today with other people so that we can build the voice that will roar out, not whisper about the needs to serve those that have served you and our nation. Am I wrong? I'm not trying to be right. I'm just trying to show you that together we can correct a lot of things that will make this world a better place for everybody. But don't say I didn't serve as, as you may have served because I got nappy hair and I got a black skin and you feel like you can go over the wall and discredit the work that I've done when I raised my hand and said I will go. And my brother raised his hand and went. And my uncles did too. And my cousins did too. And some of your family did too. And you're not saying anything. We need your voice. That is very important to have people that know we can change things be involved. That's all I'm asking you to do is be involved. I'm telling you, I feel a lot better when I come on this radio station, get a chance to tell the truth. I know we can do things. A lot of times people tell you that you can't do it. I'm used to that. When people tell me I can't do some stuff, I thank them. I use their doubts as fuel so that I can continue to do the things that I've been blessed to do. I believe in the Lord. I pray, I stay. I know a lot of you do too. But just look at it for what it is. Veterans do not supposed to be sleeping in the streets, homeless, hopeless. No. Think about that, folks. It's been a good show today. Really appreciate you listening. Thank you so very much for being a part of the Other Page Radio. We'll be back. And until then, my friend, God bless you and have a wonderful, wonderful day.